right, wheels. We're rolling. We're doing a podcast. We're rolling. This is historic. Do you know why? Why? You are the first ever repeat guest on this podcast. I'm honored. Yeah. Uh, well, you shouldn't be, because this is honestly, this is a low point for me, Wales. This means I'm out of guests. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, there's that. I'm just kidding. I love you. There's that. Uh, I'm at, we're at your factory here. All right. So give me your real opinion of the factory. See me actually working for a living for Can once. Can I tell you that it, it's, it's, so I knew you from radio yeah. for all those years, yeah. right? Yeah. The guy pushing the buttons behind the board. and Oh my God, don't remind me. My whole job used to be just pushing buttons. I like, I miss it so much that like my whole job was converse and push some buttons. And now your back actually hurts when you now get I'm done working. Working, working and, for a living. You have right. to see me on a forklift. You have calluses on your hands. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm like, right. What have I done, Wheels? What have I done? But this is quite the operation you have. We got a real op- it's a real factory, and right? And the people that you have working here, yeah. great group of people. Good dudes. Yeah, a lot I of mean, good good people. You didn't even get to meet everybody. Everyone you met tonight, these are my dudes. Monday's this, like dude crew. This is the night shift. We're on the night shift. Yeah, we're on night shift now. And then um, you didn't even meet like my favorite. I, sh- I don't even know if I should talk about my employees on the podcast, but you didn't even. My favorite girl comes in tomorrow. Is this the one that does the labeling? Yeah, it's my that girl's amazing. Because this is what you've been doing all day. Labeling. Yeah, I've been labeling all day. Yeah, on Mondays we we kind of like we work basically six days a week, but everyone only works five days a week, so everyone has a day off. It's kind of like the post office, you right. know. So her day off is Mondays. So Mondays I end up actually working <laughs> now can i ask you a question was yeah. it bad of me that while i was sitting there i actually looked at you at one point and said paulie i think that label's crooked no it's good you caught that yeah you caught that for me i yeah. was like i don't know if i should step in here it's quality control it's the his... only thing is now you're going to invoice me and say that you worked quality I mean, control if you're this looking evening. for a guy <laughs> i got know. every day except friday so That's right. if you're That's looking right. for a guy <laughs> well i told you we work six days and you get one day off so there friday could be friday your day off be my day yeah yeah well, maybe. I don't know. What do you want to do? Quality assurance? You want to do labels? I mean, let's do it. You want to drive that forklift around? I mean, that could be dangerous. <laughs> you might lose a little product in the process. I've been driving that forklift. So a year ago at this time, I had never driven a forklift in my life. Right. And you saw me. I, I did it, right? You did it. Yeah. It's not that hard to drive a forklift. I no, had to get a was, license. There was one point where I was like, I don't think he's going to lift it up high enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got it at the last second, just in time. I went, oh. What's why you miss. go you go slow so if you bump into anything you don't break everything. Right. Has have, have you ever dropped anything off the forklift? The, uh, I've only ever had one, and it was a very very minor incident. And uh, luckily, what I broke was my own sauce. Because if anyone doesn't know, here we make a ton of sauces for a lot of different businesses. Right. And my stuff, I knocked over like four cases of my own sauce. Mm. So that go, the only one good thing about that was um, was that. You know, I could at least I can make it up to myself. Like I can, I don't have to explain to somebody that I broke four cases sure. of sauce. I mean, it sucks eating four cases of sauce, like right, throwing that away. You can only be mad at yourself. Then. Yeah, you don't yeah. have somebody else to be mad at you. Exactly. For like when it. I contained the problem all within me, I caused the problem, and I was also the victim of the problem. Right. It's like I can live with that. Now I know this is your podcast, so you know. Go ahead, Will. But now that you have this business, yes, uh, and and all of this around you and you've been here for a little bit is there any bit of like is there anything that going into this have you learned anything either about yourself or about the business that you didn't know well honestly a ton of food safety stuff you know i knew some very basic stuff going into this but then i had to go and get certified in a couple different things and also 
we're working towards these bigger certifications and learning all these things about food safety just beyond anything I even knew. I didn't realize how complicated food safety was. Sure. I always thought it was like temperature and pH and, and wear a hairnet. Wear a hairnet. You know, like I, I didn't realize that it was right. so sophisticated, The you know, the levels of bricks and water activity and laboratory work. And I didn't know any of that. So that stuff. Um, also, as a bot, I think honestly, as as the employer, as the as the quote adult in the room, I've learned. You know, I I may have made some mistakes early on, being a little too buddy buddy. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. You, you, I think you have to strike a really good balance. You can't be a dick, but you also can't be a buddy. You got to be like you can't be their friend. You can, but not overly. It, right. It can't. It, it, you have to maintain a point in the relationship. Where you can kind of like... Where if you have to reprimand, you can it, reprimand without yeah. feeling and like... and that's not to say that I'm running right. around here reprimanding every day. There's not a lot to reprimand. Right. But there are times where things have to get done. Right. And I can see that they're not getting done. Either right. either they're not getting done on time or they're not getting done well. Sure. And, you know, if I don't say anything, they just won't get done. So mm-hmm. I got to be the guy who comes in the room and goes, I know everyone's having fun right now, but we got to get that shit done. We got to get it done. Yeah. And so that's probably the worst it ever gets. Because at the end of the day, the buck stops with you, right? Buck I mean, sto- like- yeah. Buck stops with me. Like, I'm looking over my shoulder. There's nobody there. So, right. you know, if we're behind on production, and this has happened. This happened. Literally, This is we're recording this on a Monday. A week ago tonight, this happened, where we had a deadline on something. And, you know, before you know it, it's 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. And, like, you know, we're behind. Right. I was here. I left here at 2 a.m. Because right. it's got to get done, and there's literally nobody who's going to get it done. You're the man. Other, I'm the guy who's going to get it done. You're the so, man. so there's some pressure with that then. There's too. Pre- there's pressure. There's deadlines, yeah. and and then also right now with COVID, there's just these shortages in the supply chain. That you know, I've been doing this for six years, only six months as a manufacturer, but for six years I've been dealing with right. the supply chain. There was never. I mean, the simplest thing: glass jars, lids. You know, things like that. Ingredient, things that you don't even think about. Things you don't even, like, I'll give you a really good example. We have one uh, product we make, which due to confidentiality, I can't tell you whose it is, but it uses an ingredient. It's a browning and seasoning mix called Kitchen Bouquet. Okay. Okay. Apparently, for whatever reason, who knows why, the distributor that controls Kitchen Bouquet is Clorox. Clorox was a little busy for the last six months. I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, they might have been making some other product. So all of a sudden, you just can't find Kitchen Bouquet anywhere. And people will, right now, they'll be listening to podcasts going, well, I saw it at Wegmans. Okay, great. You saw a three and a half ounce bottle you of Kitchen Bouquet. We're buying industrial size. industrial size. So the smallest size we would even entertain buying would be a gallon, right? But we're looking to buy... You know, barrels of that. And you just can't get it because Clorox is busy right now. Right. You know, glass jars, same deal. Um, lids, that's a big... I think a lot of people who do canning... See, I was getting hit up by a lot of people who are like, oh, you know, I can't find mason jars anywhere. Can you do? Can you sell me some jars? And I'm like, we can't. We can't. We don't even have enough. I did an interview with the RBJ. It was uh, Ben Jacobs, the editor. Yeah. And it was me and Stephanie Ledestri, which was really cool. Right. It was cool. Cause it's because like, that's like a... Well, is that wanted, sort of like a pinch me, pinch me moment for you? Oh yeah, you? because like you have to understand this this manufacturing food manufacturing in Rochester. Yeah. If you were to compare it to baseball, you know she's well. Let's let's say basketball, I guess, because I was going to say Mike Trout, but we used to always talk about it on the radio. Nobody knows who Mike Trout is, right? So we'll say uh, basketball or whatever. So she would be she's, like LeBron James. She's LeBron. She's the LeBron of Rochester right. food manufacturing, and I am like at a D three college. 
you know, right. and I'm like a mediocre player on a D3 college. You're working your way up. Working my way up. So um, they wanted a small factory perspective and a big factory perspective. So I land in this spot where it's me and Stephanie Ledestri just shooting the shit about supply chain. But what was interesting about it was same issues. You know, they're having the same issues finding right. stuff. Um, Size doesn't really matter when it comes down to that stuff. No, right? aluminum. Aluminum's a big thing right, right now. Nobody can find aluminum. You know, it's it's a back ordered. I, I had a deal where I'm trying to find lids. Right. Lids for jars. Um, they're back ordered, and so I finally, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fighting. I'm calling, calling, calling. I finally, I just, I get all the way to the manufacturer of the lids, and I convince them to put me through to a sales guy. And the sales guy's like, "Yep, I'm putting in POs right now." <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'll take your PO. Let me drink my Mountain Dew. My, Have a sip. Mm-hmm. We're having we're having some way, Mountain Dew. By the way, employment perk here. I know. This is why I need to be quality control guy so I can. Uh... Whenever somebody starts here, I literally take take their drink order and I say, "What do you like to drink?" And then I start buying it and stock it in the cooler. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I call this guy, this manufacturer, these lids, and I'm like, "I need these lids." He goes, no problem. It's a truckload minimum, which is like 24 to 27 pallets. Sure. My normal order would be a pallet, two maybe, worth of lids, you know? But I'm going, fuck it. I need these lids. Give me the, okay, truckload it truckload. is. Bring them over. I need the lids desperately. This is, this is like probably early October. We go through this whole order, and I'm like, okay, do you think I can get these by the end of October? And he goes, huh, uh, sir, we're talking March. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, oh, Jesus. Cancel the order. Uh, cancel the order. So now it's just scrounging, like, almost like you're taking the crumbs right. from what, like, Ledestri isn't going to use is, like, what we get over here. Right, and, like, they're probably using most of their stuff, so there's probably not a lot around. Well, I had a connection or two, and I actually went through my connection at Ledestri to try and buy specifically lids for my pasta sauce jars. If anybody uh, buys our sauce, they'll notice the lid is changed because okay. the one that has the button top is no longer available. Right. It won't be available till March. So we had to switch to one that's just pure black top. And um, I was looking for the buttons before I gave up and switched to pure black. And I went through my connections at Ledestri and shared a spec sheet. And they were all ready to, they were sharing price. And it was down to the point where I was going to pick them up by the end of the week. And finally, like some manager or something got wind of it and just went, no, 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 no. We're not selling lids. No, no, no. We need them. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Yeah. Sorry about your luck. I'm sorry about <laughs> it. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of headaches. A lot of headaches right some now. Some of them probably keep you up at night sometimes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Another thing that's been keeping me up at night is getting, you know, your the, Cleveland Browns. Oh fucking Christ. As we record this, they just lost to the Raiders yes. the previous day. Yeah. And, and uh that was by a the way bit, I bet them. So You bet the Browns or the Raiders? I bet on the Browns. Never, ever, ever bet on the Browns. They're I guess never, not. The Browns bro. aren't a lock against Fairport Junior Varsity. What okay? kind of gale force wins were going on in that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I have no freaking, I have no faith. Like, the, I have, I'm not a Baker guy anymore. That's maybe my biggest change. I was a Baker apologist, and now I'm going, I'm worried that maybe Baker Mayfield is just good enough to keep the job, but not good enough to actually lead us to like a Super Bowl. Right. Like he's just good enough to keep the job and, and, you, and you, lead an eight and eight team for years. You can't say that it's not because he doesn't have talent around him because he's, he's got, got a shit ton of talent, man. He's got talent. That t- I know OBJ's hurt, but like, you know, he had OBJ, Chubb, Chubb's hurt too. I mean, look, there's some injuries, sure. You can use those as excuses, but. Well, well the thing at, least, was, <laughs> at least you're a Bills fan, too. So. I like the Bills. I always say I'm a Browns fan, but I like the Bills. So then, and again, as we're recording this, this is going to be so dated by the time, but that game against the Patriots was yesterday. Yeah. 
and I tuned into that game after the Browns game, and the Patriots are driving, and I was positive the Patriots were going to score. So I was, was I. I was just like, of course they're going to score. Oh, so was I. It's just yeah. unreal. And then you, I actually feel like that was a sign from God saying, like, nope, this year's different. No, this Buffalo. year's okay. Yeah. You're, you're going to make it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. when they were driving, I just – there was no doubt in my mind the yeah. Patriots are going to score. I it's, was like, of course. It's bad for the fans, though, right? Don't you feel bad? <sighs> Not being able to be there. So many years yeah. of struggling and watching your team struggle. And yeah. Now it's season, people that have been season ticket holders for God knows how long, Don't and they can't go. They oh, can't be there. It's true. Could you imagine on no. that Monday night game they oh. would have been going nuts? Yeah, and don't don't the. Uh well, the Bills have Sunday night football, too, against the Patriots, I think, in New England, obviously. Yeah, they, they might. Uh, who they knows? If the Patriots are this bad, they might opt out of that game. They might flex it out. Flex yeah. it out. Yeah, because, Patriots definitely have turned out to be. Yeah. I mean, that is one thing with the Bills, too. They they are kind of lucky in their division. Like, the Browns have the Steelers, sure. the Ravens, and the Bengals are, are not quite as bad as their record. I mean, but playing the Steelers and the Ravens twice. I mean, the Bills get to play – the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots suck. Oh, no, let too. me tell you something. Those Dolphins are not going to be anything to They're on to, their way. To uh, sleep on. No, the, that, they... that division has definitely flipped from, you know, Buffalo and Miami being the jokes to now Buffalo and Miami. Yeah. It's like Buffalo's the king of the division now, and Miami's like the second. Like, sure. I was wondering what they were doing putting Tua in there after, you know, the kid comes in in cleanup duty, throws two passes, and they're nice passes, but it's cleanup duty, right? Yeah, yeah. Then the next week they name him the starter. Poor Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. But he goes out there and he and he, he does, does his job. Yeah. And uh, so it's fun to watch. And you love Fitzpatrick. Everyone around here loves Fitzpatrick. But if you're in Miami, he's not your future quarterback. I mean, he's no. Fitzpatrick. No. So he's your, he's your Band-Aid. Let me ask Mike. you a question. If you're Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Okay. Are you ever sick of hearing, well, he's the smartest quarterback we've ever seen? Yeah. Because you could be the smartest guy in the world, but you still got to throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. But he can sling, though. Fitzpatrick, he can. He's got a cannon, man. He can. And, he, and he's got the greatest beard I've ever seen. He does. I got. We did Bill's camp the year that he was quarterback for the Bills. <laughs> I got to meet him and shake his hand. I'm not a small man, but Wheels, his hand was big enough to encompass my hand. Was it really? His, yeah, his hand was huge. Because he doesn't seem like that big of a guy. He's big, I think he's at least my height, if not an inch or two taller. Hmm. Well, you know, you ever been around professional athletes? Well, yeah, when we went to the Sabres game. Right. Well, that's ho- hockey, I think maybe they're not quite as physically uh, there's, huge. There's not, all, there's not as many that but, are. I mean, I've had the, the fortune, like, been fortunate enough to sit on the floor for an NBA game. Yeah, I've never been to one. And doing Bill's camp. I mean, they're just humongous human beings. Yeah. They're just like, you know, you see them on TV and they look like on your level or right. something. But and then, then when you you're next to them. Person. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, LeBron James. LeBron, if yeah. LeBron is six, what is he, six nine, I think? Six, maybe eight. Yeah. You know, and on TV, he's like the medium sized guy. Like me, I'm six two, six three. I mean, a lot of the point guards in the NBA are six three. Sure. You know, they're my height. I mean, it's, it's fucking nuts. And the football players are just so big. And here I am at here I am at at five foot two. So yeah. you ever seen pictures of Derrick Henry? No, the running back from the Titans. Like Why is around, he? he's apparently he's just a monster human being. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I thought at running backs you had to kind of be small and shifty. Yeah, but he's just he's just a truck man. He's yeah. just going over people. So you celebrated Leo's uh, yeah second birthday. It was so he's so cute. Wheels. One great thing about this job, Wheels. I wake up every morning and I spend at least a half hour with Leo before I do anything, any work or anything. That's awesome. 
He's going to be spoiled, though. we got to figure that out. Is he? Yeah. Now, who spoils him more? Mom or dad? Grand, grand, both grandmas and both grandpas. Yeah, but I think that's okay because they're, they're allowed to do that. They never show up without gifts, like ever. Even on a regular day? Regular day, they'll show up and he'll have presents for some reason. You know, he, he actually, yesterday, for his actual birthday, he was getting bored of opening presents. Oh, and here's <laughs> the thing about a two-year-old that's hilarious. They're very honest when they're opening their gifts. Like, if he doesn't like it, he'll literally throw it. <laughs> Like, like Leo will just, he'll open the gift. And if it's like, stu- if it's, he doesn't like GI Joes or right. like guy, like uh, action figures. What's he into? He loves trucks? trucks, trucks and cars. Okay. So if you try and give him an action figure, he'll literally take it out of the box, look at it and go, huh, and just throw it. Just like, throw it. And just be done. And give, you, give you a little grunt and. and he's just, yeah. He's just, he's just so honest. Well, and then you know what you find as they get a little bit older, they yeah. don't even want the toy. No, they, they want, like the box. They want yeah. the box that the toy came in. Oh, yeah. 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 He loves the box. He loves the wrapping paper. Yeah. Yeah. And he loves the cookies, too. That's the other thing. He just, he'll, he, yesterday he was hip to the fact that we had sweets in the house. Oh. Because there's cake and there's cookies and stuff. Right. And so he's just like, he's like a dog, right? He's just looking for that tray of cookies. And then he'll so just he's go like, and, he's sort of like you. He, the apple didn't fall far from the tree no, on that no. one. No, no. And the other thing is he, he's a, con, a little con man, too, because what he'll do is, he knows Wheels gave him a cookie last time. So now when it's time for a cookie, he doesn't go to Wheels this time. No. Now he goes to Aunt Emma. Aunt Emma. And then he'll point at the cookie and go, oh, 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 yeah. oh. And Aunt Emma will be like, oh, you can have a cookie. And he gets it now. Next time he goes to Uncle Brett yeah. and gets a cookie. And he's, he's smart. smart. He he's knows smart. how to work the room. He's playing people, man. He knows how to work the and room. he's always is got he, a face full of cookie. <laughs> is he talking yet? Is he? He talks. He's uh, not really like sentences or anything. It's more like... He doesn't really string together more than like two or three words at a time. Right. It's not like he can have a conversation, but he can say like what he wants. He, he understands a lot. Okay. You know, you can say something to him like, hey, uh, Leo, can you go get daddy's cell phone in the kitchen? And he'll, and he'll he, go do it. He'll he probably actually. knows how to operate it better than you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then if you say to him, like, if you throw him, show him a cell phone, you say like, what's a cell phone? He'll be like, <laughs> right. And, and then, you know, you can be like, what's this can of Mountain Dew? And he'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So he's got his stuff. He can As see. they get older, they get little personalities. He's and... got, so, yeah, he's, you know what I love about him, Wills? He's an entertainer. Is he? He likes to stand in the middle of everybody and make them laugh. So he'll stand in the middle, he'll make everyone laugh, and then he kind of gets this look on his face like, yeah. I did it. I did it. And then I got like, him in the palm of my hand. Yeah, and then he'll be like, you guys ready for my next one? Okay. Now I'm going to sit down and stand back up real fast. <laughs> he does it and everyone laughs. And then he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> He'll be a ladies man. Yeah. He'll be the guy with a guitar and, and playing music. I think he's going to, he seems like he's a center of attention kind of guy. Yeah. 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 How's, uh, how's Wednesdays with Wheels going? Wednesdays with Wheels is great. I love it. You know, it's different. Uh, yeah. I've been f- uh, probably over five years now with, uh, with the Wii show. Yeah. And running your own show is a little, little bit different. Have you had the frustrations of last minute guest cancels or late or they don't show up or uh, any of that? Last minute guest cancels, no, but... There's, you know, I always ask a guest to get, because uh, we do a live on Facebook at uh, 7 p.m. on Wednesday nights, Wednesdays with wheels, a little plug there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, you'll say to the guest, can you get there 10 minutes early so that we can make sure everything's working? And then, you know, three or four minutes, you know, before we're supposed to be live. They show up. They're showing up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that's a little bit uh, nerve-wracking. Yeah. Or the people you ask to send you a bio so that... You know, because what we do, we're asking questions, right? Yeah. 
So you need some prep. So you need a little prep. Yeah. And they'll send you over bio, but it's literally like three sentences. Yeah. Works at factory. <laughs> and then you're like, whoa, what do I do with this? And then so you're just uh, struggling to find things to talk about. But, you know, the good thing about it for me, Paulie, is I'm very inquisitive. Yeah. I love to learn about people. Yeah, and you do that. That's that's naturally who you are. Mike's on or Mike's off. Right. Yeah. And now I often say to people when it comes to like dating and stuff like that, I wish I could walk around with, with a microphone in front of my face because I'm much more comfortable sitting here yeah. with this microphone in front of my face talking into this microphone than I am one-on-one with someone. With anyone or just with a chick? Uh you know, it's interesting because with you, I'm comfortable because I've known you for so long. Well, we're right? friends, yeah. We're but... friends. But, like, if I'm one-on-one with somebody, even if it's not a, a female, and it's just me and that person, it's... it's it can be awkward? It can be awkward. Yeah. It can yeah. be awkward. Uh, and I don't know if that's because of my situation where I don't work every day, right? So, like, when you meet someone, they can talk about, like you... If you met somebody, you could talk about your factory. Right. You know? If I meet somebody and they say, well, what did you do today? Oh, well. (laughs) I played some online poker, you know? Played some poker, watched a little porn. Right. Ate dinner. Right. (laughs) How about yesterday? A little little chatterbait, you know? (laughs) So it's, it's, um, yeah, but I've always said if I could walk around with a microphone, I don't know what it is. It's like there's this barrier that even though I know that this is going through this little machine and yeah. you're going to record it, it's being recorded and then it's going to go out to, you know, thousands yeah. of people. It's, there's you, something about that. Do you feel the same? I don't know if magic is the right word, but do you feel the same like energy in what we're doing right now where you and I are talking and as we actually talk, it's just you and me. Nobody's hearing this. It's not live. It's not right. like, do you feel the same in a podcast as you do? on the radio or do you think it's two different things? Cause I've noticed a different level of energy that might be a good thing on a podcast where I feel just way more ability to calm down for there's yourself. No, yeah. There's done. no time constraint. Right. There's no program director telling me it sucked. You right. know what I mean? Like right. there's just me talking to somebody. That's it. No rules. No. The only thing that tells you if it sucked is if you, when you go back and look at your, yeah. and you your, numbers your numbers for the week and, and you're how like, funny, see, how funny is that too? Cause that's one thing I miss about radio is there's right. always like, there's people whose job it is to like make the numbers look <laughs> right. <laughs> like massage it and be right. like, Oh, look how great we are in podcasts. You literally just get a number. <laughs> like my last, my last podcast, yeah. last week's podcast. I thought it was a great podcast and I still think it's a great podcast. Yeah. But if you look at the the actual audio version of the podcast, because remember, I do a video and audio uh, podcast, which is different for me because I sort of get that instantaneous. Yeah, you're you are live. Yeah, which is different. Your goes back to your question: Is there a difference between radio and podcasting? There absolutely is, because when we're on the radio, people can text in. Yeah, Yeah, right. So they can chime into the conversation, and if they're chiming into the conversation. Their chime in might lead us down a whole new path yeah. that we didn't even think we were going to go down. But Joe Schmo from uh, West Arundacoit texted in and said this, and then and it brought off, us yeah. on a whole new a whole new level. Yeah, yeah. Which you don't, we don't get doing this because there's not that right. There's that no feedback. immediate feedback. Right. The um, 
the the thing it is humbling sometimes looking back at your numbers and being like, why, why did that episode not do so good? Right? Like I, I right. get that too, where I've had some episodes just go through the roof. I'm noticing the trend. The trend for me is food and radio. If I'm talking about food or if I'm talking about radio, specifically my guests, like this episode will do well because you're famous, right. right? Well, I don't know. And about if I'm that. talking about, and if I Still do, still live in my mom's basement, so <laughs> well, I can't whatever. be that famous. You're smart, financially smart. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's, that's the thing is, though, but talking to you or talking or the episodes I've done where I've talked in depth about radio and, like, things like that. Like, I just did a couple episodes ago where I talked about, like, really specifically why I got fed up with radio. Right. And it did a huge number. Right. And then I can do another episode where I just give my thoughts on, like, you know, whatever the fuck, and nobody listens to it. Right. You know? And then, you know, same thing with guests. And I'm never going to tell which guests do well, but right. radio guests... Media guests have done really well sure. historically, and then chefs, food people, any food interviews have done really. And do well. you think that's because that's what you were when you were in the radio world? I think so. I think that right. That's what you were sort of known for. I think so. I think obviously there's people who knew me from the Wee's show, and then also that Saturday show I started doing Wham started to get itself a little niche audience. Sure, that little food show, and so there are some people who I know who listen to this who know me from that. Weren't they were more Wham listeners than right. Wheeze listeners, you know? But that's fine, you know. You know, for you, we, you and I have talked about this. It's a little different for you because you've got this going on with the factory now. So you don't really look at the numbers as much as... I, I've been looking more than I used to. I remember telling you at first I never looked. Now I look at about once. I get an email now that says... Oh, do you? Here's your weekly numbers. And yeah. I look at them and I'm always looking to see if there's there an arrow, red arrow pointing down or a green arrow pointing right. up. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think we just have to do it because we love it, right? Well, and here's the other thing too. Some of the numbers you and I have thrown around. Yeah. I mean, I used to upload radio segments to the podcast channel right we're doing the same if not better numbers yeah, yeah, yeah. than those i mean i you know yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not i'm this is going to sound like i'm bragging but on my video portions i get uh between 1500 and, th- and 3000 and i was uh, starting to tell you that's enough listeners you could definitely sell advertising yeah. on your podcast that's enough to sell advertising for sure it's uh so it's it's fun to watch the growth right yeah, yeah. and i think there are different times of the seasons that podcasting is you're sure. going to get more viewers so when it's winter time and people aren't yeah, you know, right. uh, it's, it's busy tough out in the middle about, of the summer, when, right? Because you do seven o'clock, right? In the middle of July, seven right. o'clock could be sunny and right. blue skies, right? Whereas in December, that's let me be, tell you, in the middle of COVID, I was, I was, we were, you know, knocking out of the park, but that's because right. everybody was locked in, and yeah. you get, you had one choice, and that how was, you doing with uh, being locked in? By let me way. tell you something. I told a friend of mine the other day, if I knew this was going to last this long, yeah. I would have got myself a cuddle buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, like, I don't even need to be in love. Why don't you act now? Get yourself a booty call. I mean, where, bro? Yeah. I, I it, can we talk about this? I yeah. just. I mean, I guess we can talk about it as long as I'm okay about talking yeah, about it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I just asked your permission to tell my story, but. So, uh, I uh, came in today, and I told you that I have logged off of all dating websites well that doesn't seem like the behavior of somebody who's looking for a cuddle buddy it does not right no but it's so frustrating paulie because yeah these women say what they're looking for and then turns out they're not looking for that at all i had one the other day tell me she couldn't uh didn't want to get to know me anymore because i was too famous 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Same working against you. Yeah, I posted too much on Facebook. Oh, you're an oversharer. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Ah. But then the night before, she told me it was because she had a son, and he was doing remote learning, and I said, so you're mad because I don't know how to fill out a Scantron sheet. <laughs> that was great, by the way. Scantron. <laughs> I haven't heard of Scantron in years. Oh, my God. You remember fucking Scantron? <laughs> then remember when you thought you cracked the code? Uh, well, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was it? Just the answers. A, C, B, C, right. A, C, B, C, A, C, right. B, C. Yeah. I don't need to study. I cracked the code. Did you ever do just when you didn't know the answer to four in a row, so you went A, C, D, C? Just right. Because, it was funny. <laughs> or the other thing is just like, they were always like, you have to pencil in right inside the bubble. You don't want to go outside the bubble. And I used to always be like so paranoid about getting the tiniest little bit of right. lead outside of yeah, the bubble. Yeah, I mean, so it's, but it's just so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you're spending more time on those dating websites waiting to see if, if uh, yeah. said girl is going to respond back, that's when you got to step away and just, you know. It's t- it's a grass is greener thing because, like, you know, I'm married with a child. I'm extremely happy in my marriage, extremely happy with my family. But, you know, I envision what it would be like to be single right now with right. dating apps. Sounds kind of fun. I mean, especially, like, some of the people that work here that are single, I hear their conversations right. about the dating apps. Yeah, except Seems... there's one difference for me. Huh. I got these four wheels that seem to, you know, yeah. you, you know, you would think the handicapped parking spot would be like a draw, right? <laughs> Bonus points. Honey, it's raining out. You don't have to walk. Yeah, We're right, right up front. Yeah. Not so much, you know. Yeah. And at the movie theater, you always get like roomy seating, you know. You I mean, I don't want to use that as a total excuse, but it is. It is. Do you find it consistently that when they find out about the chair, they, they go away? Yeah. Ugh, but I, but I But I also find sometimes that when they find out about the chair and they don't go away but then they go away maybe three weeks later it's because they realize that they're yeah. well i i think i'm just playing that game in my head no you know i'm making up a reason why they went away no i bet no i think you're exactly right i bet you they find out about the chair and then they put in another two or three weeks that's all about them that's because they they don't want to realize how shallow of a person they are. Right. So they're they're like gonna convince themselves that they're not really shallow. They're gonna give this a couple weeks. Right. That's fucking bullshit, man. I'm it's, sorry. It's, no, it is what it is. I mean, it is what if it is. it's if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. It's just uh, yeah. You know, when you have, I don't want to brag here, but when you have a personality like I have, yeah, and. You know, I'm very outgoing, and it is tough when the one thing that you that holds you back is the one thing you have no control over. I mean, that's you know. It's, yeah, it is. You know. But last time we talked, we got kind of deep into this, where you were talking about you wouldn't change it for the world, right? I you, mean, you were telling me you wouldn't change it if somebody told you. So, there was so a it's interesting, yeah. and you know, this is supposed to be. Fun, so we'll we'll try to make it fun. But no, most of my podcasts have been not fun at all. Uh, oh well, <laughs> that's why my numbers suck. Oh, oh well, um, it's interesting. I'm just kidding. It's interesting though, uh, and I did tell you that. Do you remember the first ten minutes of the podcast where we sat here and talked about factory shit? We did. None we, of that was fun. There's probably like five people listening right now. It's one guy I'll write me and be like, I really like the inside business talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how about the last time we did the podcast and the guy, one guy wrote on Twitter. Who, who, whose stomach gargled at the five-minute mark of the podcast? Oh, yeah. And I was like, that was me. Sorry, just got done eating. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's a little picky, yeah. But yeah. who points that stuff out? I don't know. 
But go ahead, yeah. tell me. You were going to so, get deep. Yeah, it's it's just. I, what was your question? I don't. It was even... about you had told me on our last podcast that if somebody came up to you right now and said we have the cure, yeah, that you would you would pass. It's interesting as COVID has gone along. Um, maybe the answer has changed a little bit. Really? Because with my underlying condition, I have had to become safer mm-hmm. because of COVID. Are you, uh, you're at risk? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what they tell me, right? right? And right. so I'm being safer. Is your, is your um, what is it called, autoimmune system? Is it, is it weaker It's not than, autoimmune system. What is it? I mean, I do have an autoimmune disease. I've got yeah. lots of things going on. I yeah. can't walk. I've got vitiligo for people that don't know what that is. That's what Michael Jackson had where you lose the pigment in your skin. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, that yeah. is an autoimmune disease. Yep, yep. So I look like a leper in the summer. You know, <laughs> yeah, I got, God, yeah, all right. I got spots. And spots, yeah. All yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is a great dating profile right <laughs> this here, is really, This is Just get it all out there. Yeah, get it all out. Yeah, yeah. Terrible fashion, too. I don't Terrible know what that... Fashion. Terrible fashion choices. I don't think that was... I don't know that you were born with that. I think those yeah. are more your choices. Those are just but, my choices, <laughs> yeah. The gray hair, you know. The gray hair. You can blame that all on that something. All that stuff, yeah. Um, but so, uh, by the way, says the guy wearing sweatpants, I noticed says, says the CEO wearing sweatpants. I, I know that you asked me a question and I, we, we shouldn't, this is bad. We'll get back to it. The good thing, the good thing we, about podcasts is you don't have to worry about doing a good job. When, it's podcast. When we go, go up a tangent, but I noticed that your wardrobe has not changed. No, it's t-shirt and shorts or t-shirt and sweatpants still. Right. Yeah. Well, we have some, this, uh, this new certification that we're about to get requires all skin to be covered Cover? yeah so that's not gonna be I have, fun for no, you no we, we have i just uh, signed a contract with Sintas, you know the employee of uh, the um uniform company yeah so on monday november 30th around here we're starting with uniforms so, so what's that gonna look like for you lab jacket and like oh, long pants you you get very warm well there's certain places where you don't you only have to have the stuff on in production oh okay you if you're in the office area this you don't area have over here on. yeah you you can uh because so, right now you're walking around in a t-shirt yeah. and i'm so glad i wore my sweatshirt you're cold i'm not cold but i could tell that if i was just in a t-shirt yeah i would be yeah this it gets cold in here i would be chilly and in the fat and in the summer it was hottest shit in here man yeah so Back to your question, yeah. why why has that changed for me a little bit? Because of having to be safer, I haven't been able to to uh, go out as much, and yeah. you know. Uh, why I've noticed on Facebook too that you are very um, like apologetically political. Do you know what I mean? You're very politically opinionated, but you you like it's like you feel bad about it, and you don't want to do that. It's like you're you're kind of like you remind me of Weez in that way, where you're like, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. But here it is. Fuck conservatives. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I didn't want to go there because I really didn't want to bore people. But yeah, I mean, let's talk about that for a little bit. Why, yeah, what is it that what struck a nerve with you so much about politics? Uh, so I've always been very political, but I don't think. I've ever been this outspoken about it, yeah, and this angry about it, yeah. Uh, and why I'm angry about it, Paul, is because there was a time where Donald Trump, uh, and for you conservative folks out there that I know are going to listen to this podcast, I'm glad he's your guy. That that's fine, but you have to understand there was a time he stood up at a rally, 
and made fun of a reporter mm. that had the same disability I have. Now, wait a minute. Now, that was that moment that he did that was extremely ugly, and there's no excusing. That was terrible. Right. Did you hate him prior to that, or were you open-minded up until that moment? Uh, no, I didn't like him because right. of the other things that I had heard him say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and the Donald Trump effect to me is this. Donald Trump says out loud what I think some people wish they could say to their bosses or to some family members, yeah. but they don't feel free enough to say it. Yeah. I believe that that's the Donald Trump effect. Yeah, I mean, they, I think Saturday Night Live just did a, with the Adele episode, which was great, by the way, if no one's seen it. They, they did talk about how, like, the one negative if Trump loses is, like, we're going back to boring politics. Right. Like, politics for four years has been, like, really interesting. Right. <laughs> like, and it has, right? It's been yeah. it's been great for radio. But, like, Joe Biden, tell me two years from now you're going to give two flying fucks about Joe Biden's press conference. So it's so funny you say that because I often t- I tell people all the time. Yeah. I'm not voting for Joe Biden because I like Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay? I'm... Voting for Joe Biden because, in my mind, he's the lesser of the two evils. Yeah, yeah. You know, and back to when that happened and I saw it happen live on TV. And, you know, I hear conservatives say, and, and even non-conservatives, but people, the, what Donald Trump has done for politics is he's brought people into the fold that have never been political in their lives. Right? Mm-hmm. Never, never voted in their yeah, lives. Are you before. saying that, you know, that's a good thing? You're I mean, it is a, it is, it is a yeah. good thing. It is a, but Barack Obama did the same thing. Yeah, for, sure. For the African American community. Sure, yeah. There were so many African Americans that didn't vote. They just felt it was useless. Right. right? And now but, they're engaged. But now right. that they had somebody up there on the stage that looked like them, that maybe spoke like them, now they were coming out to vote. Yeah. That's a great thing as long as you continue to come out and vote. Right, you can't pick and choose when you, when you vote. Just because a guy looks like you, you know, doesn't mean you should only vote when he looks like you. Or just because the guy sounds like you doesn't mean that that's the only time you should vote. You should always care about the country and the direction the country is going in. Yeah. But I always say to conservatives because they'll say to me all the time. Oh, Wheels, he, he was not making fun of that disabled guy. And they'll, they'll show me videos of, of him making those same hand gestures. And I'll say to him, listen to me. I understand what you're saying, but my perception of what I saw that day on that stage is my reality. Mm-hmm. That is my reality. So you're asking me, because I'll often say he's not my president. Yeah. Now, look, literally, he's my president. Yeah. That's the guy that's in the Oval Office. Yeah. He's my president. But from that day forward, when he did that, I said, this guy doesn't speak for me. This guy yeah. doesn't. That's, I think that's, that's one of the things in general as a nation that's scary is, you know, he, he, he does. He's got the, he's the face of our nation for, on a worldwide stage. Right. right. And so, like. We're being spoken for uh, by this guy. That I mean, this is like. the guy that's telling you to drink Clorox. And- yeah, but do you get into policy at all? Do you, do you pay attention? Because now, being a business owner, now I do pay attention to policy. Sure. And there are some things. You know, he runs the country like a business. There are some things 
where I go, geez, you know, Democrats like taxes. Okay. Like taxes are tough. And I understand Taxes that. are high. Nobody wants to pay taxes. And I was just having this conversation yeah. with somebody yesterday. Yeah. Democrats like taxes. That's a tough one. Because, listen, and I, I'm a, I vote mostly Democrat, yeah. right? But I don't like some of the things the Democrats do. Right? Well, it's because you think for yourself. I mean, no, nobody should be 100% on anything. Let's right? just it's, take this one specific thing, for example. Yeah. You and I have talked many times. I get, I'm getting really real on this podcast, by the way. Yeah, go ahead. But I get government assistance because I'm disabled. Yeah. The government says, well, we'll give you the assistance, but you can't go out and work. Hmm. You can't make money. What the government should say is, go out and make money and we'll help you with the shortfall. Mm. We'll help you where you need the help. Mm -hmm. So if you need money towards a wheelchair because your company doesn't pay for the insurance, right? We'll then help you with that. But why wouldn't we want you out there working because then we're still getting the tax from the money you're working. We're still getting tax off of that. And then we're helping you with the shortfall. Yeah. The the Democrat the Democrats say, well, either it's all or nothing. So either we're gonna we're gonna pay for everything or we're not gonna pay for it at all. So that's where I you know. But when it comes to you know, you talk about. So let's talk about for you. You run a business. Yeah. Payroll. I just, literally just today, I paid payroll tax. Uh, wrote a check for uh, eighty eight hundred dollars to the United States Treasury. But didn't he cut the, the payroll new- tax? Yeah, it's better than it would have been. Yeah, right. but I mean, it's still there, you know. But you know, I write that amount of that amount of money for me as an employer is it hurts. I mean, you know, you, you got a budget for it. A good business owner is ready to write that check. They know they have to write write it. But the problem is, it de incentivizes me uh, to hire more people. Right? To hire more because I, I just sit here and I go, it is expensive to hire people. Turnover is expensive. Unemployment's expensive. All that stuff. Like, there's a lot going on in this system that makes it expensive to run a business. Some of that's on the federal level. Some's on the state level. By the way, folks, at the 20 minute mark, I think it's the 20 minute mark. Uh, yeah. I just burped. So if anybody <laughs> wants to point that out, we're at 41 already. We're at 41. Holy oh. crap! We can Holy just keep crap. going. Uh, you know, and it's interesting sitting here talking to you as a business owner. It's expensive to run a business, and it is hard also because the public doesn't necessarily see that. So they see a $6 jar of sauce, and they go, oh, must be nice. Somebody's lining their pockets. And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of people right. But in then there. it costs to keep the lights there's on. There's a lot and... of hands in that, pig, in right. that piggy right. band. What was I going to say? In but the piggy it's... jar? I'm, I don't even speak English anymore. You speak two-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. so. Uh, but it's interesting because... It, I also had a friend of ours on that you know, uh, Nick Stevanovic. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was talking to Nick, uh, and one of the things Nick said to me, he said, you know, Wheels, he said, my wife watches MSNBC because that validates what she thinks. Mm-hmm. Other people watch Fox News because that validates what they think, right? So... What we need to try to do as a country is, is watch a little bit of both sides yeah. and, and then form our opinions from that. But if I'm sitting home, which I do most of the time, and just watching MSNBC, I'm just getting bashing the Republicans all the time. Have you seen that documentary, The Social Dilemma, yet? Wee's just told me about it, and I yeah. have to go home and watch it. It's Did really you see good. It? It's really good, and it shows, and there's a part in there that talks about politics, and it talks about, you know, 
when you see people with the opposite political opinion of you, you know, Facebook, the engineers at these social media sites, they know what you're into. And they are filling your feed full of stuff that you will be interested in. Sure. And so they know your politics are liberal. And so they're going to feed you your right. stuff. Your jam is going to show up in your stuff. Right. So when you see conservatives, your overall thought is, how could they be so stupid? I mean, didn't they see this and that and this and that? But the truth is, they're having that exact same experience with you, where they're looking at you going, how could he be so stupid? Right. Didn't he see this and that and this and that? But it's what's in front of our eyeballs all day long, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because I just had, uh, we had family dinner last night. And uh, you, you should, you should uh, we had pasta. Uh, and Who you made would, the sauce? My mom. Uh-huh. Homemade sauce. Oh, very nice. Um, I like it. But you would be very disappointed in me, Paulie. What? You don't eat sauce? I had pasta with butter and cheese. I'll tell you what, though. I'm not all that disappointed in you. Pasta with butter and cheese is still good. It's pretty solid, right? It's still right? freaking good. Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's Actually, good. yesterday, last night, because it was Leo's birthday, I did not make like a homemade thing of sauce. So every once in a while, for quality control, right, I'll open a jar and eat it. Right. Eat a jar. And I'm always, every time I open that sauce, it brings me back to like day one. Right. Because I'm always like, thank God. Right. It's good. It's you know, still like good. it reminds me that it's good. It's actually a good, like at the core of this whole freaking business, right. the sauces actually taste good. And I'm like, thank God right. we made a good tasting sauce. Anyway, I got a whole dish of pasta and there was a little bit of pasta left. You know what I did, Wheels? I just little, put a little butter and cheese on it. A little butter and it. cheese. Just last night, yeah. Yeah, a little it butter just and brings cheese. me back to when I was a kid. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was, it was delish. It's freaking great. Yeah. Yeah. But so we get into this, you know, they often say there's really two places you shouldn't talk. Politics, politics and religion, yeah. Uh, politics and religion you shouldn't talk, but there's some places you shouldn't talk about them. You shouldn't talk about them at a bar. Right. And you shouldn't talk about them. Okay, around the family dinner table. Well, because you just, the chances, the more people in the room, the less the chances right. everyone's going to be on the same page. You're just going to start a war. Right. No matter what. And so for me, the problem becomes, I see Donald Trump made fun of someone like me. Yeah. But my, brother, my brother-in-law and my sister are going to vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. Now, they have very specific reasons why they're going to vote for him because of the economy and he He's done good things as they think. But I sit there and think, well, how can you do that? Because I'm your brother. But what I have to realize is that's not everybody's first thought. So that's my reasoning, but that doesn't have to be your reasoning. Right. And it doesn't have to be my sister's reasoning or my brother-in-law's reasoning. Everybody can have their own reasoning. Yeah. And I was very disappointed in myself last night that I let my temper. Oh, did you go off on your sister? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. did. Now, did you and your sister used to fight when you were kids? Like cats and dogs. Did you get in like fist fights and stuff? No, I was very good. Uh-huh. So I would do this thing where I would like shove her yeah. or like poke her. Yeah. But I would do it when my parents were out of the room. And then she hits you back and you go, so Mom! She, she hits me back right as my mom's walking in the room. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Well, so you got in an argument last night? We got in a little argument, yeah. and you know, and then... Now, will your brother-in-law get in it with you, or is it mostly just your sister? So my brother-in-law, brother-in-law and I can have a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The problem became last night is it's, it's three-on-one, right? Yeah. I'm the one Democrat at the table. Oh, yeah. Saying we need to love more, and we need to care more, and we can't be calling people names, and we can't be calling people that ended up in Arlington Cemetery suckers and losers. 
Right. Okay. Right. And they're saying, we don't like that he does that either. We don't like it. But look what he's done for my 401k. You know, look what he, look, you know, he's, he's done good things. And I understand that. I get it. Yeah. But in the moment, it's hard to swallow. It is. It, there's certainly, it's certainly difficult to come up with, you know, uh, a completely foolproof argument for like either one of these guys, right? right? Like it's right. like anybody could sit here. You could go on a full Biden's the best, or you could go on a full Trump's the best. Neither and like, one of them are the best. You just really can't sit you here. You know and what not... we need, Paulie, in this country? Yeah. We need someone like, I'm going to use you as an example, who is a business owner. Yeah. Okay. Because well, that's what they said about Donald Trump. It's Trump he, is supposedly he's a, business. a business owner. Yeah. But he's a business owner on a different level. Donald Trump couldn't tell you yeah. what a gallon of milk costs. You mean a small business owner. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. He, Donald Trump doesn't know, and neither does Joe Biden. Let me not mince words here. Mm-hmm. But Joe Biden or Donald Trump don't know what the, the, the family that's sitting around the kitchen table is, is worried about at night because they don't have that worry. Donald Trump owns four golf courses. Uh, Joe Biden owns four houses. You know, so they don't know. Does he really own four houses? Yeah, I, I didn't realize somewhere that. around there, wow. four. You know, yeah. Son he's of a bitch. He's been in his basement in each one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, look, I can even make fun of him. I here's the thing. Here's my <clears throat> beef wheels. I will vote. Yeah. But um, my beef in general is I just don't know if my life changes all that much either way. It doesn't really, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. For you and me, it doesn't change that much. Um, It does get a little sticky when you start talking about the Supreme Court. Oh, that's tough. Well, that's that's flipped for a long time now, isn't it? Well, it just flipped big time for the conservatives. And that's going to be that way for many years. I mean, the next two or three decades probably, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, But you think about, so you think of some things that have been settled law. Well, there's the other, you know what really honestly is going to change or not change with this particular election is the reaction to coronavirus. Because you've either got, you know, if Trump wins, he's going to continue on being like, open it up, fuck it, you know, we got to run a country here. (laughs) And if Biden wins, he's going to shut it down. So that is one major difference between the two guys. And it depends on, where you fall on that spectrum, right? Yeah, yeah. I choose to follow guys like Anthony Fauci, who's a doctor, and is telling you, listen, we're we're headed for trouble here yeah. if people don't do what we're supposed to be doing. And Trump's like, shut up. And sh- Trump <laughs> in his rally yesterday, they were yelling, fire, fire Fauci. And he said, yeah, I'll give, give you a few, few weeks days. after <laughs> the election and then I'll do it. Right. That's right. That's right. You know, I'm, I I honestly don't know what to believe. Paul. But back to my original point, you got to admit, it is far more fun with Trump in office. Come oh, on. Sure. Biden, Biden's just going to. And by the way, Jim Carrey on Saturday Night Live. No. He's the worst Biden I've ever seen. No, they, they should have gotten Jason Sudeikis He's back. trying to be too much like Jim Carrey. He's, yeah, there's way too much. Exactly. Doing Way Joe too much Biden. Jim Carrey coming through. That's right. Now, what's his name? Who is it? Alec Baldwin yeah. is doing Donald Trump? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Does he think he's got four more years in him of doing Trump? <laughs> with, the, with the hand motions? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And poor Melania, does she look like she's being held prisoner? Like, <laughs> I guess I don't know. 
I don't know. It's it's uh, it's so sad. It is sad. Yeah, it, it's sad how angry people are, and obviously we're recording this the day before election day, so I just I just hope that whichever side loses, like remains in control. You, you know, know what I hope- I will tell you, both sides have people. The extreme of both sides, I find to be extremely annoying. Oh sure. Be- the the whole the the right has that like angry sort of stereotypical like angry white redneck conservative man. Right. Right. And then, but the left has like a lot of 27 year olds named Emily who are positive that they're smarter than you. You know what I mean? And that they have way more life experience than you have, even though they don't have kids or a mortgage and their mommy still pays for everything. Now, it's interesting you asked me because I'm sort of, you know, I I don't want to put the political stuff out there, but then I put it out there. Yeah. Do you know how many times I put a post out there and it stays up for like two or three hours and then I get so much hate <laughs> that i take it down this is honestly this conversation right here is probably the most politics i've spoke like ever publicly i hope we i hope we don't lose uh listeners but i don't know but uh yeah it's gonna be interesting yeah but at the end of the day our lives aren't gonna change right i that's what i say i don't think it'll change too much now me as a business owner that maybe there's a little bit more and and here's where my shortfall is you know i'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning and vote and I don't really know where Biden stands on tax policy for for businesses. I really just haven't researched that. Maybe I'll read about it tonight, literally yeah. like the night before the election. Uh, would you consider yourself a undecided voter yet? No, I'm, I think I'm probably pretty decided, but I am. Um, I, I I'm not quite as passionate about this particular election as I have been in the past or as most other people around me are. Okay. I'm I'm a little bit more passive regarding the results. Which first of all, there's no way we're going to have results tomorrow. No. Night. Listen, <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to no. know until Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Or Thursday. Or uh, honestly, or Friday. I, I feel like they're going to drag it out. Whoever loses is just going to say right. recount recount. And recount. that's part of the problem that the left has, right? Because the president has already he came out today or yesterday and said, uh, "Well, depending on how it goes down, I might uh, announce myself the winner, you know, before every vote is counted." And there's just <laughs> people on. saying, "I mean, come on, that's." On the one hand, that's ridiculous. On the other hand, like, that's just fucking hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny that he thinks like, he can do that. Like, that's the thing we're going to lose. If, you're, if your boy wins wheels, we're going to lose this guy who's like, I'm just going to say I won. They are <laughs> going to be very boring press conferences. Yeah. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is definitely not going to give us the entertainment. No, 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 no. But we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to vote. And, uh. Yeah, three-hour lines though, but there's been three-hour lines for. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in the morning right off the bat, early first thing, and if there's a big big line, then I'll probably try again after work. Yeah, and then if there's still a line after work, I'll just probably say fuck it and go in there. Yeah, you just gotta go, right? You just gotta go. Wear your mask and then. uh, Yeah, I don't want to stand in a three-hour line though. I'm not gonna. No, I was gonna go early vote, but because of the lines, I just. Maybe it won't be so bad tomorrow because they're opening up all the polling places. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. <coughs> well, what did we miss? Anything? I don't think we missed anything. I didn't think we were going to get so political, but I'm actually kind of glad that we did this because yeah. it's it's good to... to I actually learned something. Uh, What's that? Well, that as a business owner, mm-hmm. the payroll tax, you know... I don't really... You know, I didn't 
my payroll tax, I'm trying to think. I started my business in 2014, so it was pre-Trump, but I didn't have any employees until after Trump. So I really haven't experienced anything other than Trump in terms of the, the taxes that I pay right. business-wise. I guess I don't know any different, to tell you the truth. Right. I, I know that, you know, historically, obviously, Democrats means higher taxes. Now, so I'll just say, I know we got to go, but I'll yeah. just say this. We don't have to go. It's a podcast. I know, but <laughs> we don't want to drag it on too much. People are like, I didn't I didn't tune into the podcast to hear Will <laughs> bash my boy Trump. Yeah. Uh, but the payroll tax, yeah. if, I, if I'm correct, and I believe that I am, uh, helps pay for people like me who are on Social Security. Yeah. And yep. stuff like that. Yeah. So if you listen to the Democrats, they'll say that cutting of the payroll tax is going to bankrupt Social Security. Well, hold on over a, a period of time. Now let me be a now let me be a conservative for a second. Though. Sure. Democrats are full of threats like that. Oh, if you cut that tax, then we're gonna we're going to hell. Everyone's everything's going to hell. Like they everything they always say that shit. Right, and it's it, all about fear mongering, right? It's fear mongering. They're a little bit more of the yeah, a little more fear mongering. So if that's what I watch all the time, and that's what they're saying all the time, then that's what I'm going to be right, right afraid of, and literally that's. I do get nervous about. I that mean, stuff. what's the what is the program called for which you get money? Like, what? so I'm on Social Security disability. Okay, Social Security disability. There's just no fucking way that's going away, ever. There's, they're never going to say, "I'm sorry, uh, David Maxwell, but we don't have any money left." And for see, that. that's what all my Republican <laughs> friends tell me. But yeah. When money dries up, when there's no more money to give, how do you give it? Yeah, there, but that's a, there's just there's so many taxes in this country. Even under Trump, like I'm still paying a shit ton of taxes under Trump, and he's less taxes than the other side would be. Like there's just so many taxes. They gotta cut other stuff before they look. I don't really know the but answer. See, don't you wish that we could, as a society, yeah. we could have a conversation like we're having now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So like we're having a normal conversation. We haven't raised. A, you haven't called me a snowflake. No. And I haven't called you whatever they call liberals, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so don't you wish we could do more of that? Oh, yeah. I put a post up yesterday that said um, something to the effect of, if I lose my friends over my political beliefs, they weren't really my friends to begin with. Sure, yeah. Right? And yeah. that's the truth. Like, at the end of the day, I believe in love and empathy and that's a little bit more of what the Democrats believe in. And Republicans will tell you that's what we believe in too, but we want to make our own choice what we do with our money. Yeah. I think that you're finding you know, in 2020, the, the idea that conservatives don't like you know, gay marriage or that they, that they're very, you know, the morals sort of that they're conservatively moral. I think in 2020, there's a lot more conservatives that are kind of okay with things. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of nuts. Maybe. Oh, no, yeah. no. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of fucking nuts. Yeah. There's plenty of people who are who are not. You yeah. know, they, I mean, yeah. there's, let's right. be honest with you, when you say conservatives, you just can't say all conservatives. Right. There's, right. there's yeah. plenty that are way far, and then there's some that are w- sort of closer to Earth. Right, because there's a lot of guys in wheelchairs, but they're not all as good looking as me. So, you know. Liberals got the same thing, though. Liberals got some, like, way the fuck out there oh, notions. Sure. Uh, you know, so it, it is what it is on sure. that standpoint. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I think most people are just fucking normal. But for some reason, these social media sites have made it seem like everyone is just angry. Yeah. yeah. Just 
angry. I don't come across that much anger every day. I don't think, no matter who wins this election, I don't believe I'm going to walk into my workplace and people are going to be throwing punches at each other. I will just say this one last thing. Mm -hmm. Two things, real quick. Go out and vote because somebody gave you the right to do that. Yeah. Somebody fought for your right to go and vote. So... For you, I hear people say all the time, well, I'm not going to go and vote because my vote doesn't matter, right? Yeah. But your vote does matter because somebody laid down their life to give you that right to vote. Somebody literally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We didn't become a free country by people right. not dying for this country. Right. So exercise your right to vote. And at the end of the day, whatever happens, just love one another, right? right. right. It's, we're all going to be human. We're all... We're going to get through this. You know, I was one of those people when he got elected the first time, said I was moving to Canada <laughs> with Whoopi Goldberg. Neither one of us moved. Right. You know, so just people settle down and, and I'm practicing what, I, what I'm trying to preach here. Let's just, I just want us very badly to get through the next couple months without like killing each other. Like, let's not have a civil right. war. Like, I'm very afraid of that. I am afraid of that <laughs> because there are some cities where they're literally boarding up their businesses because they're worried about what might happen. And you know what's, what uh, uh, is funny, too, is that both sides believe the other side is the side that's going to riot. Oh, <laughs> sure. Know? That's the other right. thing. That's one thing I right. have found kind of funny. Right, right. Both sides are kind of like, well, if they lose, they're going to riot. <laughs> right. Listen, everybody, settle down. Just watch a little chatterbait. And, uh, oh. If there's a couple things we can agree on in this country, yeah, it is pizza. Pizza. And it is porn. And it's porn. The two Ps. <laughs> the two things I think conservatives and liberals are both going to approve of. Pizza and porn. porn yeah. <laughs> yep. And we've had guys on both sides that have yeah. done some creepy stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about lifelong politicians. Maybe that's another refreshing thing about Trump is he does buck the system. He does stand up there and kind of go like, China? Yeah, fuck them. You know, whereas yeah, any but, other politician would yeah, be like, what? But, yeah, but yeah, then we're then we're buddy buddy with like dictators like Kim Jong Un, <laughs> right. like, and they're writing love letters to each other. And Kim loves me. He's just like, I'm a, a big letter. fan. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I'm a big fan. <laughs> and we're sending Dennis Rodman over there to be our peacemaker. Right, right, right. So anyway. Uh... Okay. All right. Maybe All right. we call it. We got to go do. I got to still go do some more. I got to put labels on work. those jars. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this was fun. It was fun. I hope we didn't lose too many people, but. I mean, I'm sure we did. I'm sure we <laughs> I'm sure did. We people. I'm sure I won't be your highest rated podcast. Uh, no, you probably will be. Anytime I talk to radio people, they like yeah, it. They like the inside radio stuff, though. I didn't, you want to do some inside radio? I mean, I don't really have any. I guess inside. I don't want to put you in a bad position. Yeah. Inside radio. I, I don't have, have any inside radio, but they like. I don't mean inside radio like you're not like I got dirt. Yeah. But I mean inside radio like they like to know what's what goes on during the breaks. Yeah, that's a big one. You yeah. know, like and on the Wee Show, it was always just the Wee Show going on during the breaks, just with more f bombs. Right. Yeah. Right. And we were talking about things that we yeah. couldn't talk about on the yeah, air because right. it was my favorite was in the last couple of years when we would be on like Facebook Live or something. Yeah. And we would go on some in the commercial break tirade that could never be on the air. Yeah. And then we all realized it's on Facebook Live. Yeah. 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 How many times did that happen? Where we had to like immediately delete Facebook Live because we were like, oh, and, well, he definitely just did three minutes that will. And we've all done it, right? Like, I remember, oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, I remember a couple times like picking my wedgie and then just being like, oh boy, there's a camera right behind me. Right. And I remember just recently, within the last two years, I can share this story because it was on the air, but uh, 
one of the buttons got stuck, and it was just me and Weez in the room. We were on commercial break, and uh, and you guys were on the air the whole time, right? And we were on the air. I, the I whole remember. Time. I remember that. I think I still worked there during that time, but I wasn't on the air. Yeah. I wasn't with you guys anymore. And, and poor Deanna was in the bathroom, and she comes running back in because her phone's blowing up. Yeah. Because Weez and I are just we're in there talking about poker. Yeah. You know the bad beats we had. But all, but the thing is, during commercial breaks, all those mother huckers become motherfuckers. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. dropping f bombs yeah. and and you know yeah. uh, so. But we didn't know. And, yeah. But but those are the those are the stories. I remember the specific person too that got like thrown under the bus for that. Yeah, that was you know I mean shit happens. Like honestly, the fact that I got through ten years without ever leaving the mics on is a, is a miracle. I mean mistakes are going to happen, right? Yeah, mistake. There's a human aspect to that, right? And that was a thing. Like you know, I remember we used to see really really pissed if there were mistakes running the board. For some reason, with anybody other than me, for some reason, I had a pass. If I fucked up on the board, right. he was always like, ah, don't worry about it. But like anybody else, like right. Billy would run the board and have one mistake, and we would be like, he can never run the board again. Well, you know, I think because with you, he was comfortable with you, right? And I think also because there were, you know, I've maybe it helps being entrepreneurial. I, I've always had that I'm, I'm kind of calm, even in a panic, right. I'm right. calm. Right. You know, like I'm not the person who's going to like, panic and start hitting everything or right. like run around right. and be like right. I'm always going to be like let's take an extra one and a half seconds and figure it out yeah okay that button got it all got right it. there we go <laughs> good yeah you know. I, listen the one thing that I had to learn doing radio was because we forget right Paulie's sitting in a room and it's just Weez is my one of my best friends love the man to death yeah Deanna one of my best friends when when you're still one of my best friends but when we got to see each other every day uh, you know, uh, but the one thing you forget is when you're sitting in a room with four people that you absolutely just love and adore, you your guard is down. So yeah. you tell some stories that maybe when you get home, you regret it. <laughs> your family's looking at you like, why did you tell that story? Yeah, you I've know? done that. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like they because in the moment, you you really forget that thousands of people could be listening to you. Right. Right. You know, because it's just you, me, and, Deanna, and the other thing with radio these. too is like people are, you know, they're half listening or they're like three quarter listening, so they're kind of they're catching what you're saying. But sometimes I would realize that like they had caught most of what I was saying, right. but that the the message by the time it got back to my wife was just a little different than what actually happened. It's like the game of telephone, right? kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I had the same situation when I was with my girlfriend, you know, you I'd tell a story on the radio and yeah. and somebody she knew heard it and it got back to her totally different than I told it. Yeah. And then you sort of have to backpedal and Right. And but I don't know about you, but I've always had this rule where I'm not gonna tell a story on the air about somebody else unless I sort of get their permission. Yeah. I, I was mostly that way as well, except for I did it. About my wife a few times, which yeah. made me, I guess. Uh, did you, when you when you were in radio, did you ever get this? Now, Paul, I'm going to tell you this story, but you can't tell it on the radio. Yeah, and like sometimes it would just be like, you know. Then why would you tell me the story? I spilled a glass of wine at dinner last night. Right. And I would be like, oh, you mean I can't tell that on the air tomorrow? Right. Like, you mean? Hold on a second. Joe Schmo, who nobody knows in Penfield, spilled a glass of wine. Right. 
and I'm not allowed to tell that story. Like, right, you know, right. So, I mean, not to be a dick, but yeah. sometimes people would be yeah. positive that they had like radio gold. Or they've got the inside. They've got the inside on something. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, you need to have me on the air because I, I, I got the inside on this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not so inside. No. But I love it, and I love doing radio, and, and uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a great thing. I was telling you, I think off the air too, I couldn't even believe... You, I was just asking you, like, are you guys in studio still? I listen, you know, when, if I'm in the car, like, I usually try and at least stop by and listen. Right. Um, and, like, the sound quality of Weez and Deanna's voice is unbelievably good. Yeah, I mean. I thought they were in studio. Technology is is yeah is great, right? Yeah. I mean, now, Tools is in studio? Tools is in studio. Okay. So there's Tools no difference and, to me between their voices on the air. Right. They Tool, sound exactly Tools like. and, and uh, Buddha are in studio. Uh, but Deanna's doing it from her house. Weez is doing it now from Fort Lauderdale. He just left today after the show, and yeah. and I'm doing it from my uh, uh, man cave in, in Greece. Yeah, <laughs> you know the, the 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 running joke is 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 Wheels wearing pants or not? <laughs> have you, are you wearing pants most mornings? I mean, most mornings. I think <laughs> HR would have a problem if I didn't. So. All right. This was fun. I think we did a podcast. This We're was gonna fun. We're going to go do some labeling. What do you say? Let's go do some labeling. Thank you, Wheels. You're welcome, my friend.